Welcome to On Branding Podcast. And today my guest is Kane Levy. And Kane is the founder of Venture Agency, which is a brand strategy agency that helps B2B businesses to find gaps in the market. So he's a certified brand strategist and Kane loves psychology, human connection, and building brands that do good. Hello, Kane. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. And I've read your article. I found that really interesting where you explain that a business is not a brand. So can you explain that to our audience? What is a business? What is a brand? Not every business has a brand and so forth. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting distinction because the two words get used interchangeably quite a lot. And I do that myself. And I think it's just force of habit and trying to keep your lexicon interesting. But a business really is just a series of systems and processes designed to sell a product or service with repeat success. It's That's all it is. And it's the people that make it up as well. A brand is how you package those systems and processes in a way that's different to everyone else. Multiple different businesses have the same offering or the same even business model, but they package them in different ways so that they appeal to a certain target audience, maybe a demographic, an age, a psychographic, whatever it is, so that they can make the buying decision easier for a certain type of customer. You have a lot of experience working with B2B businesses specifically, what do you think are some of the most common mistakes or misconceptions that those business owners have when it comes to branding and marketing? Good question. I think the biggest thing happens before we even start, which is that they don't recognize A, what a brand is and B, that B2B businesses can actually benefit from branding. I think when we think about branding, we think either A, of these massive conglomerates that can afford to spend millions of pounds and dollars on marketing. Or we think of product-based businesses because they kind of it's kind of a sexier industry to think about branding, but service-based businesses don't think about the fact that they deal with clients one-to-one. They have to deliver an experience that's better than everyone else. When a client walks into your office, what sort of smells and sights and sounds do they get? What sort of clothes are you wearing? You know, Because all these sorts of things are going to tell your prospect whether or not you're the right option for them or the person that's three doors down from you. So I think the biggest mistake is forgetting that even even B2B and service-based businesses can create experiences when they're delivering their service. It's not just reserved for product companies. You have a lot of experience in brand strategy. Can you just talk to us what got you started in that field? Do you have any book, uh, podcast recommendations and resources that have inspired you in your professional career? If you don't mind, I'll take you right back to my first kind of as a teenager, which was as a heavy metal drummer. And I also wrote all of the music or most of the music with my brother for the band. And that was really interesting because it's understanding how rhythms and melodies affect the way that people respond to music. I then naturally fell into videography and filmmaking from there. We were shooting music videos for the band and we started doing that for other brands as well uh, around the world, which is really amazing. And again, it became about how do we use not just sound now, but also light, cinematography, storytelling, characters. How do we understand how someone might be feeling and why might they behave a certain way so that we can tell a story to people? And I worked as a filmmaker for quite a while as a director and a producer, and I just totally fell in love with the psychological aspects of of that. That kind of led me into starting a production company about 10, 11 years ago. And we were focusing on video production and marketing and commercials for a very long time. I think the thing that eventually pushed us towards brand strategy was this frustration that came with creating campaigns for brands that were produced really well, but wouldn't always perform for the brand, wherever it was that they were placing that that campaign. And I, I really quickly learned that 
things were wrong, not at the campaign level, but way before that. I mean, at the leadership level, they would come up with these ideas that maybe the CEO came up with it in the shower or the managing director just one day shared this idea with his team and they thought, okay, cool, yeah, let's do that, which is great, but doesn't necessarily mean it's right for the type of brand that you're trying to build or the type of customers that you're trying to attract. So we became really frustrated with creating this content that wouldn't perform for them. And I just thought there has to be, there's something missing. And that's when I discovered strategy. We pivoted the whole agency towards that. And that's, uh, yeah, 95% of what we do now. And so you don't do anything else, any design, any create, you just focus on strategy. Is that correct? We do it if the client wants it. And if we have the time and the ability to facilitate, we wouldn't turn a client away and say, we don't touch that anymore. Often it makes logical sense to go from strategy to activation within the agency, but very much like to focus on the strategy stuff now. Do you have any other branding tips? You mentioned those three branding tips, which I really like in your article. Uh, maybe you can elaborate on some of those if you have time. Can we start with the first one, which I thought was really interesting, which you call don't play it safe. Can you explain on that? Yeah, I think the more dramatic title I gave it was safety is death, which is a good segue from the discussion we've just had, Arik, which is it's such a waste of money, whether it's design, brand identity design or marketing campaigns, it's such a waste of money to pump money into advertising that is based on hunch. I cannot stress the importance of creating a, a sort of a North Star for your brand, a long-term vision, and then working out the necessary steps to go towards that. And if your vision is a safe one, then I don't think you're coming to market with anything that's worth a customer investing in if it already exists and you're not giving a, any sort of or, or unique value prop that they can really get behind. So I always try to dare my clients to be as daring as possible, as risky as possible and calculated risk. Of course, I never do anything that's not based on any sort of verified research, but there is nothing more expensive than being safe, than playing safe as a brand. I think you have to dare to be yourself, to be different, to try something new and really give customers a reason to come to you. So don't play it safe, innovate, offer something new. Don't try to like literally copy what is out there and what works well. I mean, that's a good strategy, but it does, it's not going to get you far, right? Because it's already saturated. It's already been done. That innovation doesn't have to be at the product level because it's very difficult to come up with innovative products. Not to say that anyone shouldn't strive for that. They should, but it can just be at a messaging communication or a positioning level. Like right. earlier, like the difference between a business and a brand, as long as you package that business that everyone has known for 50 years in a way that's totally unique, then you're on your way to building a really successful brand. That's a good point, by the way. So if you have a business, if you offer services, uh, you don't have to necessarily be like super innov innovative. Perhaps you can just tweak your messaging or tweak your visuals and just try to uh, differentiate your brand uh, on that level. Also, you talk about having an outside perspective, right? Which I think is really important. So a lot of businesses perhaps struggle with that. I struggled with that myself. Can you talk to us about the importance of having that outside perspective when it comes to building your own brand? Yeah, I talk on my podcast about this idea of a brand echo chamber. Maybe it's a, a phrase that will take on or will not take on, who knows. But basically it's this idea that when you and the team are in the daily operations of the business day in, day out, year after year, it becomes very difficult to innovate because you're always looking at things a biased lens, so to speak. 
in that episode of Echo Chambers, I talk about this client out in Germany that we met with who basically this business has been around for four decades and the CEO was super behind the idea of working together and he took it back to the marketing director and that's where everything fell south. And I learned that this marketing director had been with the company since day one and was, you know, part, she was the marketing director when the CEO's parents were running the business. So of course, in, in her mind, maybe she thought that this outside perspective was going to come in and threaten the work that she's been doing for four decades, but actually mm -hmm. difficult to come up with new ideas and innovate when you are in those same systems and processes. So it really just takes one person or you know, it can be a team of people to just come in, challenge you and challenge your way of thinking and say, hey, have you actually looked at it from this perspective? What if we did this? How would that look like? And just allow the team to kind of dream a little bit. Right, right. That's a good point as well. So a lot of businesses might be actually skeptical because it's hard sometimes. So you have some ideas and, and if other people from the outside come in and tell you that, hey, this is this might be wrong, it actually takes some, some courage and to have someone come in and tell you, hey, this might be like, maybe you should tweak this or look from different perspective and it's and challenge your thinking, right? And challenge your vision. So and now we have this evolution with the AI. Do you use AI in working with clients? What do you think about AI? Uh, do you have, how do you think it's going to play a role in the future when it comes to brand strategy or creating campaigns? Yeah, we started integrating AI into our workflow probably, probably this year, February, January, February of this year. And the way we've done it is basically as a first pass. So our kind of positioning or USP as a brand strategy agency is that everything we do is validated with research as opposed to just being creative thinking. So what we would normally have done is we would talk with a client and we would say, hey, what do you think about all of these things? And we'd write that down and then we'd go away and research it, right? Now what we do is we say to the client, hey, what do you think about these things? We then use AI to see what, say, ChatGPT or Bing's, I forget what Bing's one is called. It has, it actually cites sources, which are really cool as well. Um, so you can read these articles and, and see for yourself and just say, hey, like, how far away is the client's idea of their customer or their industry before we go away and even do any research? So it's almost like we're using AI as a second line of defense to validate what we're doing. We also offer, we tell clients to use ChatGPT for the first, like, maybe month of messaging of their new messaging when we provide like a brand strategy guide to them and you know we've got all of the outlines of the messaging in there we say plug this stuff into chat gpt use that as a guide to start off with and then develop and learn that voice for yourself i think the problem with chat gpt and a lot of these other ai tools is there's a lot of things that they don't do well they're not good at being different they're not good at swearing they're not good yeah. at disrupting it's limiting in that sense but it's it's a good spring i guess for clients get started with, with their new brand. Yeah, if you just ask simple question, you're gonna get a generic simple answers. Okay, we're gonna link to your website. Yeah, you have six step brand strategy checklist. You guys can check that out. You have other freebies on your website. Uh, so we're gonna link to ventureagency.com. So uh, thank you for joining us today.